Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we go through yet another day with the harsh reality of our world, another day removed from normal life as we know it, and it is beyond eerie. I went for a walk earlier in the day at around like 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, and my very vibrant neighborhood in Brooklyn, New York. And I mean, you're out during the week, Brooklyn, New York on the weekend. It is a mob scene. There are people galore. Um, the bars are hopping. The restaurants are hopping. Uh, everybody's moving and shaking. I mean, that's what we do as New Yorkers. That's what we do as Brooklynites or Staten Islandites. I mean, listen, I feel like a traitor now uh, being in a different borough right now, but we're always on the move. We're always on the go. To take my walk earlier in the day and see like 10 people along the way in Brooklyn, it's surreal. It makes you put so much into perspective. And obviously with each passing day, that anxiety continues to build. That frustration continues to mount. The anger, the stir craziness, the uncertainty. I mean, everything is called into question. And I got to be honest, folks, I look forward to getting on the air at 2 o'clock every single time because I know, you know, I can let it all out for a few minutes and then I could take myself into a world that's far more simpler. I can put myself in a position where, yeah, I'm not in denial, where I'm not, you know, hiding the truths of our world at this point, but it allows the sort of escape talking to you guys that, quite frankly, I need. We had an emergency worker, one of our transit workers, call us yesterday, and he made the same point to me that it's kind of therapeutic for him. And that's what we're going to continue to do day in and day out. And I have to say, today's topic of conversation, today's lead subject matter, normally I'm not one of these guys that likes to uh, you know, shy away from digging deep and drawn up how exactly I'm going to plan my show in my head. And trust me, you know, people ask me this all the time. JJ, how do you go about 
no matter what's going on, whether it's a crazy day in sports, whether it's you know the world we've been living in right now where there's a whole lot of nothing going on in sports, but how exactly do you go about planning your radio show? And I'm like the guy where I'm like making the mental note of everything. I don't have any notes in front of me. There is not a chance in hell I want like bubbles and bullet points and all that garbage. No, 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 not for me. I got to come in, boom, turn this microphone on and let it rip. If anything, if I had notes in front of me, I think I would be a slave to them. I think it would actually be detrimental to me. And listen, to each his own, we all do shows and we all go about things a certain way, but I basically grip it and rip it. And by no means am I trying to sit there and tell you that I'm unprepared to do a show. Because listen, when there are games going on, you can best believe I'm watching. I'm on Twitter. I'm reading. I know what the hell's going on. Trust me on that. I think anybody who's listened to this show over the last, I don't know, eight plus years, you guys all know the deal. 110% night in and night out, for better or worse. Hopefully most nights it's for the better. But today's lead, I can't take the credit for. Today's lead, I'm going to give a big assist. I'm going to give a big quarantined, virtual high-five, round of applause, all combined into one to the great maestro, Mr. Harris Allen. Because we were having just kind of an off-topic discussion, or maybe it was on-topic to whatever the hell we were talking about. I don't even know. But all of a sudden, the subject matter of great unsung heroes in all of our years of watching sports, whether it's at a local team whether it's with a championship team, was brought to the table. And I don't know if Harris brought this up to me on the air, if he brought it up to me via text. But the idea really hit home to me. And I was like, wow, you know, that is a fun topic to discuss. Because, look, whether you're talking about the 94 Rangers and, you know, a Messier and, you know, a Richter or a Leach or Graves is going to get all the credit. Um, When you talk about the Yankees and their dynasty years, you know, a Jeter, a Mariano, and Andy Pettit are going to be the guys, and Bernie going to be the guys to get all the love. Every team we can talk about the stars. And fair or unfair, that's the way it normally works. The stars usually are the ones to get the accolades, to get the attention, to get the big fat contracts, to have the gorgeous trophy wives, the whole deal. But, If you're a diehard sports fan, like many of us, and you're sitting there and you're watching these games and you're living and you're dying on every pitch, on the edge of your seat for every pitch, snap, shot, you remember the guys who maybe are a little more under the radar per se, but made the world the difference in your team, dare I say, being a special team. So that is going to be where we kick it off here on this Thursday morning. I want you guys to dig deep, and I want you guys to kind of think about those unsung heroes, the guys who maybe didn't get the love and the attention that they maybe should have. Or maybe you just want to salute them right now. And listen, we got a lot of unsung heroes, not in the sports world right now, but our doctors, our nurses, Our firefighters, our police, our transit workers, food workers. I mean, Mike Fliegelman, throw him in there too. 
I mean, you guys actually aren't even unsung heroes. You guys are just flat-out heroes. Let's leave it at that. But I'm going to start with a Yankee unsung hero. And if you're a Yankee fan, this is a guy in the dynasty years who, listen, got his fair share of love. But I think looking back now on those teams, he didn't get as much love as he should have gotten. And maybe he's a guy that over the course of time kind of gets forgotten in many ways. But you want to talk about a pitcher who was big game, a pitcher who was clutch, a pitcher who had the ability to rise to the occasion over and over and over again. The first unsung hero I'm throwing you away, folks, El Duque Orlando Hernandez. Because one of the most important games, I truly believe, in the Yankee dynasty and why, you know, the Yankees in the late 90s flat out became a dynasty was game four in 1998 against the Cleveland Indians. Because remember what was going on going into that fourth game. The Yankees win game one with David Wells. Then they lose game two. They had countless chances late in the game and in extra innings. They don't score. Then the go-ahead run for the Cleveland Indians, if you remember, was on a bunt play from Travis Fryman, Chuck Knobloch not chasing after the ball, blowing a big fat bubble, and letting Enrique Wilson stumble around third base and score because of his negligence. Because he was, quite frankly, more concerned with arguing with an umpire than he was with, yeah. Making the play or continuing to play. Yankees went to Cleveland. And the year prior, we know what happened. Sandy Alomar Jr. off Mariano Rivera. The Yankees lose game five to Jared Wright. Bernie makes the last out of the game. And I'm sure there are a lot of Yankee fans wondering, are 114 regular season wins going to be all for naught? And when the Yankees got smoked in game three, Andy Pettit got absolutely shellacked. The Indians might have hit four or five home runs in that game three. They went into game four in almost must-win territory. They didn't want to be pushed to the brink in game five. Not with all the pressure, not with the boss, not with everything that was on the line for a team that was trying to be one of the greatest to ever do it. And know this, the Yankees in 1998 don't go and win the World Series. Those 114 wins mean nothing. Ask the Seattle Mariners. Now, they're a different team because, you know, they haven't won. So maybe that season is still, like, fondly remembered. But ask them, does the accomplishment kind of feel hollow in a way because you didn't win a championship? It should. Patriots going 18-1. Think the Patriots cared? They went 16-0 and in the regular season. When it didn't pull off winning a Super Bowl, losing to the New York Giants, of course that mattered a great deal. Of course that was something the Yankees in 1998 needed to complete. And in the biggest game of that postseason, the biggest game of that year, El Duque, down two games to one, threw an absolute gem, shutting down the Indians, getting an early home run from Paul O'Neill, and... The Yankees did not lose another game the rest of the postseason. And for my money, that game four in 1998 kind of sparked the confidence level 
Yankee fans should have had Nel Duque no matter what you got out of him in the regular season. And look, 1999 was El Duque's breakout year, I guess, from a regular season standpoint. He was their game one starter. He won 17 games. He was absolutely terrific. And I think he won the LCS MVP in 1999. That said, El Duque had plenty of years with the Yankees where it felt like he was checked out. It felt like he didn't really give a rat's you-know-what in the regular season and had some flat-out stinkers. Flat-out, flat-out stinkers. But when I think about guys who maybe don't get the love, the respect they deserve for being a part of an iconic-type team, he's going to fit that bill for me because he's one of the best big-game pitchers over that 20 or 30 years. Now, he's not going to be the level of a... Kurt Schilling, or a John Smoltz. But look at El Duque's postseason numbers. They are incredible. And he's one of those players to me that when I do this sort of exercise, he's somebody that, for my money, deserves to be celebrated. And I'm sure for each of the championship teams you rooted for, and even teams that didn't win a championship, maybe it was a team that won a division. Maybe it was a team that won a pennant. That sort of unsung hero who always seemed to be in the middle of it, who always seemed to be a spark in one way, shape, or form. This is going the other way, using a baseball example. Referencing the 2004 Red Sox. How many times when you talk about the 2004 Red Sox, you talk about Big Poppy? Sure. You talk about Pedro? Sure. You talk about Manny and Schilling, of course. Johnny Damon, the leader of the idiots. You notice you don't hear a whole lot about Bill Miller. And that was one of their most feared clutch hitters, hands down. And he developed that reputation of just killing the New York Yankees. He'd hit down at the bottom of the order. He'd always be a tough out. He'd always put the bat on the ball. And that infamous A-Rod Veritek fight game, who had the walk-off homer against Rivera. None other than Bill Miller. And more importantly, in 2004 in Game 4, after the Dave Roberts steal, which, look, gets all the attention now because it was like the spark plug. The Red Sox went down to their final three outs. He came off the bench. Like, there's a lot of, like, folklore with the Dave Roberts stolen base. And I totally get it. But remember, who got the base hit up the middle to tie that baby up. That would be Bill Miller. Right up the middle, base hit, tie game, Red Sox had life in game four. These are the sort of the players that I want you guys to search. Thinking about your teams, football, basketball, hockey, Rangers, perfect example. You know, the Rangers in 1994, star-studded. Star-studded every which way. But then you look at a guy like Bukaboom on defense, who was a fan favorite, who was beloved at that time. Maybe now after the fact, he kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit. But you can make the argument he was one of the unsung heroes of that 1994 Ranger team. The list goes on and on. Get beyond the Jordans, the Jeters, the Seavers, the Namiths of the world. Think about the players that meant a whole lot to your teams. 
that meant a whole lot to either winning a championship or going deep in the playoffs and really making a contribution. I want to reward the little guy. And listen, they're professional athletes, so it's not exactly like they're the true little guy, but the forgotten guy. Not the superstar that's going to be remembered from now until the test of time. But the player who might have been instrumental in your team winning a championship that maybe doesn't get the love that he should. Oh, such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.